Welcome to the UTG at Work podcast. I'm Deacon Mike Houghton. I'm the executive director of an apostolate called UTG at Work. Our mission is to help women and men joyfully live their faith and witness to Christ and the gospel in the workplace. I'm happy to be with you as we explore the Sunday gospel in ways that help people who work. You can find this podcast as well as helpful articles, videos, and other materials on our website, which is utgatwork.org. You can also subscribe to this podcast through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting sites. This weekend, we celebrate the 33rd Sunday in Ordinary Time, and our gospel is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus told his disciples a parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing an additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. The one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. The master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter? Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have gotten it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent away from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. A few weeks ago, I had the honor of preaching at the 30th Annual Archdiocese of Detroit Mass for Commerce. That Mass was held on October 25th at Sacred Heart Major Seminary, and the Gospel for that Mass was the same as today's Gospel. For any of you who happen to be at that Mass, you may recognize some of this homily. That is, assuming you actually listened to my homily if you were there. Here in the Archdiocese of Detroit, we've been on a journey for almost 10 years now. It began with a year of prayer in 2014, culminated in a synod in 2016, and ultimately resulted in the great pastoral letter, Unleash the Gospel by Archbishop Vigneron. I would say that the single most important message that's come out of our journey is that the Holy Spirit has called us to be a diocese on mission. We need to tell people the good news, ramp up our evangelization efforts, and unleash the gospel in ways that bring people closer to the Lord. And we're called to do that everywhere, including at work. If you haven't read the pastoral letter, Unleash the Gospel, yet, I would strongly encourage you to do so. It's profound and inspiring, and it captures the heart of what we are about in our efforts to be more missionary. Now, Unleash the Gospel is not about how the clergy will lead us to being more missionary. Certainly our bishops, priests, and deacons need to double down our efforts as well, but that won't be enough to put our archdiocese on mission. 
As you probably know, the number of clergy is dwindling, while at the same time, the opposition coming from the secular world against our Christian message is strengthening. In order to succeed, we need the laity to step up and take on the task as well. This isn't a new concept, but it's also no longer just a concept. It's our reality. And we need new methods, because the things that worked in the past won't work going forward. We can no longer expect that our churches are enough. We need to evangelize outside of the four walls of our churches to let people know the love of Jesus Christ and his plan for the salvation of souls. We need to evangelize in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in our schools, and very importantly and very near and dear to my heart, we need to evangelize at work as well, where many of us spend enormous amounts of our time. To put it another way, we need to use our talents at work. We need to live our faith at work. It's a sad reality today, but you may be the only Christian person that some of the people you work with will ever get to know on a personal basis. This is why the Archbishop has launched UTG at Work, and it's why I do these podcasts every week where I relate the gospel message back to the workplace. The places where we work are fertile soil for evangelization. The fact that you're listening to this podcast says that you are a disciple, and I thank you for that. But you and I can do more, and we need to do more. When the end comes, we'll all meet the Lord, and he'll ask us what we did with the talents that he gave us. Just picture the conversation. What did you do with your talents, he'll ask. Well, I went to church every week. Great, he'll say, but how did you use them outside of church? Well, I spent an awful lot of time at work, but I was kind of afraid to use them there. Why, he'll ask. Well, our work culture wasn't very supportive of the faith, and our HR director was very mean. Oh, really, Jesus will reply. Do you know who's also mean? Satan. Yeah, and I think my HR director knows him personally. Jesus never said that being a Christian would be easy. In fact, he told us to pick up our cross and carry it. And for many of us, the path where that cross is most heavy is at work. It's easy to live the life of a Christian at church where we're surrounded by like-minded friends. But it's not so easy in a very secular world. Trust me when I say that I lived it, spending 35 years in manufacturing, including stints at four assembly plants where Christian values are not particularly appreciated. I think that most of you are like the servants who receive the two or the five talents and are out making more for the master. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't see the need to do so. This is wonderful, and I thank you for your willingness to be a joyful missionary disciple. One day the Lord will indeed greet you and say, Come share your master's joy. But I'm sure you know of other Christians in your workplace who are like the servant who received the one talent. Perhaps even you are such a person, keeping your head low and hiding your faith at work. To any who are bearing the one talent that they received, I offer you this for your consideration. I recently heard a talk from Marcel Lejeune, the president and founder of Catholic Missionary Disciples. He said something that resounded with me. He said that he had a talk with an atheist about people of faith, and the atheist said something that he'll never forget. The man said, and I'm paraphrasing here, I really don't have a problem with people having faith in God. I don't believe in God, but they have the right to believe whatever they wish. No, my problem with you Christians is that you keep quiet. If you really believe that faith is necessary for salvation, and you really believe that people who don't have faith will be condemned to hell, why don't you tell me? Don't you care enough about me that you're willing to say something that might save me? If you Christians really believe what you say you believe, you need to speak up and tell others out of compassion for them. Those words kind of sting, don't they? 
How many times have I kept quiet about my faith for the sake of not wanting to offend someone, of not wanting to make myself uncomfortable, while at the same time not caring enough about the other person to share what I know will help them? We who are Christians don't necessarily share our faith because it makes us feel good doing it. In fact, sometimes it makes us feel very uncomfortable. But we do it because we care about the people we know and love and because we want them to enjoy eternal bliss with us. I'll conclude with this. The man with the one talent in today's gospel was not given a second chance. Indeed, he was cast out into the darkness. But what if he were given another chance? What if he were given the one talent back and asked to try again? Would he bury the coin? I most certainly don't think he would. He would be working like mad to make more for his master. He wasn't given a second chance, but you and I have been given one. Today is the day that our second chance begins. We know how the story will end based on our actions, and we have the ability to determine our own personal outcome. So if you or someone you know has buried their talent at work, today is the day to dig it up and to go make some more for the master. Motivational speaker Leo Bruscaglia said this, Your talent is God's gift to you. What you do with it is your gift back to God. May we all have the apostolic boldness to use our talents in the service of the Lord, even in the midst of an increasingly secular world. In fact, especially in the midst of an increasingly secular world. Thanks for joining me for this week's UTG at Work podcast. I look forward to meeting again next week. In the meantime, I encourage you to boldly live your faith in the workplace in the week ahead. I'll pray for your success, and I ask that you pray for the success of this UTG at Work apostolate. If you want to learn more about us, please visit utgatwork.org. Now go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life.